You're listening to Grant's Rants. Subscribe and spread the word. There are a lot more rants to come. Listen anytime on all major podcasting platforms. And now, back to the show. And we're back on the podcast. I'm joined by Evan Real, and it's time to talk about Free Britney. I have to say, uh, we were, like, I, I was, I don't know, I feel like we were with some of the... Uh, early adapters of this movement. I mean, you were talking about it before a lot of other people with check marks were talking about it. I would talk about it to anyone who would listen because when that episode of the Britney's Graham podcast came out with the the whistleblower, the the, the alleged paralegal who who kind of lifted the veil on all this crazy Britney stuff, I mean, it just shook me to my core. It was so absolutely insane and just as more information and more information came out I couldn't believe it but I think that the turning point for me and I think for everyone else was this summer when she spoke out in court and said things like I can't even remove my IUD like that 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 is that bothered me so much it still bothers me so much that that was the one part. I don't know if that impacted everyone the same way or if that's the one like hang up they had about the whole thing. But that is the one part that really disturbed me was the IUD thing. But I cannot. I know. It's so crazy. I feel like with Free Britney, it's been two years for people like me and you. Uh, but I feel like for like the majority of the world, they just kind of became attuned to it back in February when the first documentary came out. And then from February until now, November that time feels, it feels like I blinked and she was free, which yeah. is amazing. Um, I just can't believe we're here. It still feels so I know. unreal. Well, yeah, she was able to hire her new lawyer in July and here we are in November and it's, uh, the father's gone. The uh, the business managers have run and hid and taken cover. And like, <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah, to those who have like caught up, it's like, yeah, it seems quite quick, but I mean, even, even us. Yeah. I mean, like I, I remember to my mom, I was asking me like three years ago, like, how's Brittany doing? And I was like, she seems to be doing pretty good. Like I didn't really know. So can like, we feel like it's been a long road. Can you imagine for her? So like, it's just, oh, I know. it's been really, she lost so many years of her life. <laughs> now so they're saying 14, you know? So it's just, it's just a horrible thing all around. But yeah, when I just want to say again, like you mentioned that IUD thing and that, that, like I needed a moment after that. I was out at yeah. a rally in public and we had read the tweet. This was before the audio was released. And so I was still like half and half. Cause I was like, I need to hear this before I believe yeah. it. But seeing that in writing was if, even if it wasn't true, it was just a lot to like imagine, you know, a desperate plea like that. So, just, but I, I believe I always say for those people who, if, if Brittany, let's just say, which I don't believe she did. If she made up half of it, it's still too much. So. Right, exactly. E- even like 10% of it would be too much. It's absolutely insane. And like you said, she's never going to get those years of her life back. And that part is devastating to me, but I'm so glad it's finally over. You were, weren't you yeah. at the Washington Square Park party? I was, yeah. Um, on Friday, how was that? Was it fun? It was fun. Yeah, you know, all t- weird amounts of people go to this thing. I mean, including myself. I let myself into that group of weirdos. But um, you never know who's like going to come to this thing. But a lot of people honestly go um, for her, but also that you've got a lot of activists. You know, Washington Square Park attracts yeah. a lot of people. And, you know, people are upset about this. And, you know, they're learning and educating themselves about conservatorship abuse. And 
there's a lot to it. Uh, I did do, I'll just plug this on the podcast. I did do an interview for talk radio UK and, um, you know, kind of spread the good news over there. And I, I'm grateful yeah. to them for asking me my point of view. I went to the very first rally. I always say it's constantly, but I went to the very first rally in LA when there were like 12 of us. And now I'm looking at the LA wow. rally and there's like a thousand people. So yeah, I, it would have been great to have, been there but i don't know the one thing i will say is that there are a lot of people who have caught on since these documentaries have started to air especially youtubers i'm just seeing too much cashing in and i've said this on the Mm -hmm. podcast there's a lot of cashing in on britney's freedom and uh i don't i'm not for it you know not into it they've like become little online celebrities go-to people and it's just a little much yeah i agree there is it's weird. It's like it's kind of like a um, a catch twenty two because it's like we want to spread the good word, but then some of it does feel exploitative. I don't know. It's it's weird. I, I, whatever happened, I, I guess I wouldn't change a thing. Who spoke out about it? Who didn't speak out about it? Whatever, because we finally got here. Mm-hmm. She's free. The one person that I kind of have a little bit of an issue with is Lomas Lady Gaga. She's taught. <sighs> Loves to talk about it now. Oh, Loves yeah. to talk about Britney's freedom now. She was talking. Uh, she's promoting this Gucci movie. She's on the red carpet talking about it, but she didn't say sh- during the two years where it really mattered. And you like Beyonce didn't. Katy Perry didn't. There were a lot of people who didn't. But I felt like Gaga and Britney always had a special connection that would that would have behooved Lady Gaga to speak out. Lady Gaga is someone who is known for being an activist for speaking up for what's right, for championing the underdog, especially women, the LGBTQ community, someone, you know, who has been marginalized, Britney Spears has been marginalized in her own Woodland Hills mansion for the past decade plus. And I just thought that she should have said something, she could have said something. And it's weird that like, all of a sudden she's talking about it. It's like, I don't know. Like, it kind of makes me forgive her a little bit. Like, okay, I'm glad you're saying something now, but it also it's like, Alexa, play Too Little Too Late by JoJo because mm-hmm. this was, I don't know. How do, how do you feel about the Gaga of it all? You're putting, I mean, it, you're putting it very professionally and nice of how you're putting <laughs> it together because I, I, I get so pissed with this one because she will do anything to get, and my, this, is, this is my point of view. Yeah. And look, I'll start with, let me just say at the top, I don't know everything i don't know who introduced rosengart to britney it's now come out there could be managers and a social media campaign person that have has helped with this i was of the mindset i i said in the back of my mind maybe gaga did make this introduction there's a connection through sam blah 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 so i wanted to just be open-minded the fact that maybe she didn't want the fanfare maybe she didn't need to make this public and she was going to help where it really actually made a difference however (laughs) No, <laughs> no, I'm not giving her any credit because this is someone, like you said, and I will say it much more like not as uh, eloquently as you said it. This is someone who will show up to the opening of an envelope if she can win an award, get recognition. She has become a figure and it's just, I, I don't believe she is who she was in the beginning. I th- I'm just, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying what she's selling. I'm not interested in the music anymore, which I know is controversial. But um, I just, I'm really pissed at her for this because this was something that all she had to do was use a freaking hashtag or say, you know what? I hope that my colleague in this business is doing well. Um, you know, I, I have my own relationship with her or, you know, or just like, 
just showing some support. And the same could go for Britney's family, by the way. They could have yeah. shown a little bit of support, at least hoping that their sister, their daughter, uh, was of in a good place at least, but there's, there's a lot of this. So, so, so for Gaga to be on that list of, like you said, Beyonce, like where are these people who have a lot of power and influence? I think it's really gross. I, I think it's terrible. I mean, again, this one, she's so politically active Gaga. And I just feel like it's all self-serving for her to step up at the end of the year and, and collect some type of an award for recognition. And I just saw this interview she gave and she was promoting the movie, yes, that freaking movie, and um, I just want to be like, shut up, Stephanie. Just you know, yeah. Now, so now, when it's all said and done, it's just really ugly to me. So that's my rant on her. And I know it's really unpopular, and people love her, and I'm sure she's done a lot of good things for other people. But um, I don't know. The situation with that dog walker was another questionable circumstance. I don't oh know. yeah. I'm not here to ruin her character. I'm just here to say like. If if you look up to Britney the way that you claim you, you did, say you do, yeah, yeah, you could have at least used the hashtag when it was right and just to bring attention to it. Just you know, you're gonna walk the walk and talk the talk, lady. I agree. One thing that I will point out, which I thought was really weird, and so it might, I don't know, support your theory that Gaga was working behind the scenes in some way, is that Britney recently unfollowed a bunch of people on Instagram. She followed the same people back, but one of the new follows that she gave was to Gaga, which is interesting because she's never followed Lady Gaga in the past. So I don't know if Brittany caught wind of the House of Gucci interviews and was like, oh, that's sweet, and decided to give her a follow, or if there's something deeper there. Yeah. I don't know. I, I hope know. that something comes out to make me like Gaga again, because right now I just don't. I know, I know. And I'm probably more angry at Gaga than Brittany is. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I know she's I, such a sweet girl. Yeah, I mean, I'm just Brittany probably doesn't even. She's not keeping a tally in a list like we are. You know what I mean? Or maybe she is, but I mean, I don't think it's gonna make much of a difference uh, at this point. But I, I notice and will remember. And of course, for those who are really in the weeds, there is a connection. I guess we could say a loose connection to the business manager. Lou Taylor to to Gaga, so there's there's an interest there, similar to the Kardashians. So there, mm -hmm. there's you know there's an interest there, and that makes me just like them even more because right, now it right. really is just about protecting your money, and it's like you know these people have enough money that to the point where they can risk it using a hashtag. I mean, freaking Miley had the same manager, and she she screamed yeah. it out in like dozens of concerts. Totally. And she has since left that same management company. So good on Miley. Miley was like the number one celeb supporter throughout all of this. And for that, I'm so grateful. Cher Amen. was also a big yes. supporter. Um, who else? There was some, Ari Ariana said a few things. Tanache um, was out there a while. Tanache. Yeah. But the, yeah, it's, it's, it sucks to think like Lady Gaga, especially Katy Perry, Beyonce, mm. All didn't say anything. It was nice when Christine Aguilera said something. I really appreciated that. That was that, really nice. Yeah. That was the her whole, she, I mean, she she shared a very lengthy statement and I was very touched by that whole thing. Although I wonder, Christina hasn't said anything since Britney has been freed. And I think there's that whole birthday video drama. Do you remember that? Did, were you paying attention to that? No. So what did I miss? Oh my God. It, it was so good. I mean, like entertaining. So, Christina Aguilera joined the like ha like Hallmark 
does these video like birthday things with, with different celebrities. Like they do a whole Donny Osmond thing where it's like this birthday song and basically you can choose any name and he'll like sing the name somehow. So it's like a personalized birthday video message from Donny Osmond and now Christina Aguilera has joined that whole crew. I think Dolly Parton also does them too. So Christina Aguilera was promoting her new holiday greeting videos or birthday greeting videos and the example name that she promoted was Jamie. So she sings her whole like Christina Aguilera happy birthday song and then she's like happy birthday Jamie. I think it was unintentional. I think someone should have like, you know, put it together before we released the video. I do think it was unintentional. I think that they chose Jamie because it's like a, um, a you know, gender fluid, sexually ambiguous name. Mm-hmm. It works for boys and girls, every, you know, everyone. So I think that's why they chose the name Jamie. But, you know, it's interesting that you're saying, we don't know if Britney keeps tabs. I think she keeps a few tabs because mm. the very same day or the very next day, Britney posted this like very sexy dance video where she's wearing lingerie and she's like touching herself. And her caption was, happy birthday, Fausto. Fausto Aguilera is the name of Christina's father. And as we all know, he was a bad guy. He was emotionally and physically abusive as Christina Aguilera has said in the past. So he's equally as horrid as Jamie Spears. So okay. that was Brittany okay. hitting back at Christina. Okay. Sure. There's no question. Because I had Googled Fausto and was like, who is this? And I was That's like, who it was? I, now I am learning. Cause I, yeah. Cause I, I was like, I don't know what Brittany's doing at this point. Like, you know, just, I just hope the judge is not watching the, the gram, but I mean, I yeah. was, that was my focus at the time. Okay. So yeah, got Brittany, Brittany's watching. She is watching yeah. man, because she, there's, there's a lot of that for those who don't follow the Instagram closely deep in the the comments not even the comments the the description there's a lot of things and details a lot of little easter eggs yes Brittany is no hidden messages yeah she is no fool and so now that she's unleashed uh one thing i just want to say to wrap up this topic is i fully expect Brittany to make many mistakes i hope the press doesn't get a lot of clicks on this um she's going to because she never had a chance to be an adult she hasn't she, she's been isolated and gaslit for over a decade. So expect there to be some messy stuff happening. It's just going to yeah. be the truth. And I'm right. not going to judge her for it, but I know everybody nope. else will. Yeah, I know. Hopefully, hopefully in like this new climate, like 20 years later, people will be kinder. I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope. Yeah. A, at least a little bit, a, a little bit kinder. Yeah. Every day we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You must remember the cover, Bimbo Summit, of Britney. Oh, yeah. I mean, I... Lindsay. Totally. I mean, that that whole era, I think, is kind of what, I mean, incidentally, inspired me to pursue a career in journalism because I was just eating everything up. I would read everything. And it's funny. I think that the media coverage was so, like, at the time, it was, like, very, like, misogynistic and Mm anti-woman. I mean, slapping these women on the cover and then the headline bimbo summit that's that is horrific but me 
as a young closeted kid in North Carolina, I was like, let me be one of these bimbos. I love them. They were my idols. They were my heroes. They did whatever the fuck they wanted. Yep. And I. They ran the city of LA. Ran, yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. And I loved that about them. So yeah. I don't know. I, uh, the, I think the headline is trash, but I think we can reclaim it. Yeah. Have, I hope that they have another bimbo summit. I know that Paris and Brittany are still friendly. I don't mm-hmm. think Paris and Lindsay are friendly. No. But it'd be nice to get the three girls back to, <laughs> together for another yeah. summit. Well, if you remember the original time, I mean, Elliot Mintz was walking with Lindsay out of the hotel. So if we can get him somehow. Yeah, Elliot, where are you at? Yeah, get him on the phone <laughs> and just get Lindsay to show up. If, if we can coordinate times, it's only three. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I would love that. Like, that would be legendary. To me, I think pop culture peaked in 2007. And that was just the pinnacle of it all. And I don't yeah. feel like I knew it at the time. But I've said this right. a million times on the podcast. It never got any better. I actually I chronicled the entire 2006 infamous night, all the details, the photographers and all this on episode 138 of this podcast. So if anyone wants to dig deeper into that, check out Grant's Rants 138. I loved digging into that. Oh, I bet. I need to check that out myself. Those are my final thoughts, really. Uh, just, again, the conservatorship of a person and the estate are, are done and over with. But, you know, Rosengard's still working. There's a lot of things they have to do. You've got the management company and, and her father not responding to depositions and subpoenas and requests. So it's still a mess. But yeah. hopefully and she's it will in be a safe place. And, yeah, I hope, I hope they make it really messy and inconvenient for those people. Yes, exactly. I hope they all get what they deserve. Yeah. So what else can we talk about here? And lastly, why don't we get into um, just quick top line thoughts of this being the Ricardo's trailer. I have an opinion about this, but I want to get yours. What do you think? Okay, so here's the thing. my The way I feel about Britney Spears is the way my boyfriend's mother feels about Lucille Ball. She is her idol, her queen, her everything. She has a whole shrine to Lucy in her house. It's, it's so amazing. So we're like a Lucy family and if it were up to my boyfriend's mom this job would have gone to Deborah Messing and I think that like everyone kind of agrees with that however what I will say because Aaron Sorkin who's directing this he defended it saying like look it's not about how they look it's not about how they talk it's just about getting the feeling getting the vibe whatever he's defended it how he needed to defend it to get rid of all the social media chatter you know help himself sleep at night but I'm excited to see Nicole Kidman debut some sort of new wig because her wigs always become another character. So I think this will give us an opportunity to see a new wig, maybe even a few. And I can't wait to meet her. I can't wait to meet them. Nicole's new Lucy wig. Um, but that's the that's the only thing I'm excited about. Is seeing, the wigs. <laughs> seeing the wigs. So I guess that, that there's my opinion. I'm excited for the wigs. Yeah. You know, I mean, I I had a very similar opinion, and I'm I I am I'm a fan of uh, of uh, what the hell <laughs> Nicole Kidman. I'm I, I really love her work. Yeah. So um, as I forget her name, uh, <laughs> but I really I'm I'm really a fan of hers. But yeah, I I don't know. I looked at this and I was just like, yeah, this this was a missed opportunity. Deborah Messing, an American actress playing an American role, mm. just it just made a little bit more sense to me. However, again, it is a drama. Not saying that Deborah can't play drama, but the way she portrayed Lucille Ball in the past was in a comedic way on Will and Grace. Right. right. So That's I, I can see both. But I do think it's a missed opportunity. And I, I'm a fan of both. So usually, like what we were talking about, Kristen Stewart playing Diana, like that is like an absolute disaster, in my opinion. 
that I had a very strong opinion about that because I can't stand her. But this uh-huh. I like I like both, so I don't really like I don't wish for anyone to be unemployed in this situation. Mm. <laughs> right. Maybe there's like I feel like when these projects come out, like there's always like a twin project that comes out around the same time or maybe like a, a little bit after. So maybe there's like another project in the work works with Deborah Messing as Lucy that we don't know about, maybe like a, a funnier take on Lucy's life. I don't know. I, I just hope that Deborah has the opportunity to play like Lucy for real beyond Will and Grace because I feel like she's been waiting for that. And I feel like it just must really burn her inside like it's burning the inside of fans right now that yeah. the, the role went to Nicole. But yeah. you do make a great point. It is a drama. It's not funny. And, you know, if you were to say who's more better suited for a drama, you would pick Nicole Kidman. So, you know, yeah, the wigs. I see both the wigs. Sides. <laughs> <laughs> I see both sides on this one. Usually I'm like, way hard one way or the other and this yeah. one i'm like very i'm very diplomatic with this one i'm very fair about this but yeah i mean i'm interested in this one very few films interest me these days almost zero but this yeah. one i want to <laughs> see it's coming out december 10th in theaters and then a week later i believe or two weeks later oh, on fast. prime yeah so it's coming up it's, i guess it's a christmas watch perhaps but anyway that's that where can people hear or watch you over at page six well, you can go to page6.com and search for my byline um, and see what I'm up to there. Or I post a lot of my work on my Instagram. So you can follow me at Evan Real. Nice. And just a taste. I mean, we were talking about a lot of the same things, but you have like you're chatting with the, the real figures that we're bitching about over here. You're talking yeah. with these you're interviewing them. So what can people expect? Um, I'm talking to Melissa Gorga tomorrow morning about Ultimate Girls Trip, so you can keep an eye out for that. Um, I interviewed Kenya Moore recently, and more of my interview is going to be rolling out this week. And then I believe I am getting on a call with Sheena Shea from Vanderpump Rules this week. So yeah, lots of Bravo, lots of reality. That's that's kind of my thing. And one day, maybe Brittany. Now she's out of her conservatorship. I'll yeah. get to talk to her. That's like the dream. I know. I'm waiting for her to give some type of an interview. It's great that she, I like to think that she's finally back in play. Like she was so off the grid and unreachable yeah. and untouchable. Now I'm like, okay, let's maybe she can let's, like do whatever she wants and just talk to anyone. Maybe she can like, I don't know, hop on an Instagram live or it's, I don't know. There's so, so many things that yeah. can happen. Yeah. I, I need a full two hour in a rose Oprah. garden, sit down. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I need just to hear it from her own mouth. I don't really want to read a book. I really don't. I yeah. want to. I want a real interview because it's just it's so timely. Like it's such right. a big story. So I'm hoping for that. Well, that'll yeah, do totally. it. Thanks so much for coming <laughs> on and being so open. And we, had, I feel like we got a great rapport. This is fun. Oh my god! Yeah, of course. Well, please follow Evan, check him out, and continue to support the podcast. It's holiday season. My favorite episodes are coming up. Uh, I will be doing my Thanksgiving thankful for and not thankful for in pop culture episode (laughs) probably a little later. There's some things going on that I need to take care of as always. And then um, hopefully I can get to my, which I plan to, to get to the the holiday episode itself. So uh, thanks, Evan, for coming on. And as always, we'll be back with more rants. This has been Grant's Rants. Follow Grant on Twitter and Instagram at It's Grant's Rants. Cover art created by Howie Rone. Original theme music by Alexander Arntzen. The Grant Michael Collection.